Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Talk with Patrick, where I have a chat with a guest of mine, and we talk about whatever subject we choose to talk about. Today, I have my lovely guest, Jen. Hi, Jen, and hello, special guest. <laughs> Hi, Patrick, and Cypher is, yes, being apparently my, my cuddle bug right now. <laughs> awesome. How are you doing today? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing good, too. So... We talked about last time on the podcast, we talked about writing and stuff. However, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Obviously, we see a lot of Star Wars uh, <laughs> around you. So yes. I thought, why don't we talk about today a little bit about your enjoyment of Star Wars and Disney itself, because I'm a big fan of Disney. And just kind of just go with that. So <laughs> why don't we start right there is what got you into Disney and what made you really enjoy Disney? Oh, well, like many young girls my age, uh, I grew up watching Disney. Uh, so I've been exposed to it my entire life. And I just I have such fond memories of those days that part of it is very much nostalgia. Um, but funny enough, Star Wars was actually something I was exposed to from a young age as well. Uh, I distinctly remember when I was three years old, putting on uh, Star Wars A New Hope and loving it. I've, I've been in love with it since then as well. <laughs> Um, so I, I watched the original series, not in theaters, obviously, um, that was a, a bit before my time, but I just, uh, there was such a wonderful tone of joy and fun and friendship to, to Disney and to Star Wars in the time that it was just enjoyable. And I've, I've clung to those times because they were so much simpler in a lot of ways, uh, especially looking at it right now during a global pandemic. Sometimes it's just easier to, you know, cast yourself back to those days. <laughs> nice. Um, I think for me, uh, I also at a young age watched A New Hope and uh, was immersed in that and to be honest as a child I was a bit bored with it to begin <laughs> with but uh, I I grew up watching the first original three and enjoyed them I think Return of the Jedi was my favorite out of the three but uh, also with Disney yeah loved Disney movies grew up watching them of course I think I had I even know how I got these I don't even know I think my parents I Honestly, I have no clue, but I had like VHSs of like Snow White and like The Hunchback of Notre Dame and Aladdin and The Lion King. I even remember seeing, well, I don't think I saw those in theater, but anyways, um, and like Tarzan and I didn't even own Mulan and Mulan's my uh, favorite Disney princess. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like... I had those movies and would watch them, The Little Mermaid, over and over again, or just all those movies. And like you said, it's something that you're kind of, it grows up with you. And the nostalgia bit of going back to those times and enjoy, like reliving those childhood memories and things like that. Now, Star Wars, I did just finish watching not too long ago the nine movies i haven't watched any of the ones that are we'll call them add-ons um <laughs> of the 
series, but, uh, and I hear they're fantastic for the most mm. part, but, uh, I've watched the first, the original nine, the main nine, we'll say, we'll call them the yeah. three trilogies, the Skywalker saga, yes. the Skywalker saga. <laughs> and, uh, they were good. And uh, I enjoyed them. It was nice. I think I did that over the new year. Um, okay. Holidays was, okay, let's kind of get into this and watch them all from beginning to end. So we actually started with the prequels and then went into the original and then the newer ones. So that was nice. It was enjoyable. And it was nice to watch them in official order. Uh, yes. Because it... It makes sense that way and works really well. Yeah. And, and it is fun to watch them in chronological. I'll I'll admit I've watched them back and forth in all the orders that you could possibly imagine. Obviously, I've, I've seen them all. I've watched the Clone Wars uh, series. I've played the video games. Haven't read a lot of the books. That's actually one, one area where I need to get my game together. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the, the core Skywalker saga is obviously what Star Wars is built around. Uh, so it's it's fun to see those. It, it's fun to start there and then you just start expanding throughout the rest of the universe um, little bit by little bit. I highly suggest Rogue One, the next chance you get. Yes. It's quite possibly my favorite Star Wars movie. Okay, I'm gonna I'm going to have to check that one out now. This might be a hot topic for some that might be listening or watching, but could you rank your top three favorite Star Wars movies? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I, I love them all. I, I'm I'm one of those people where I, I had no problems with the sequels. Um, the only problem I had actually with them was the fact that J.J. Abrams didn't just do all three. Uh, <laughs> I really wish he had just stuck with it and done all three. And I feel like it could have been um, a slightly more uh, consistent story. Uh, but there are parts of Ryan Johnson's The Last um, The Last Jedi that I loved, and especially the relationship between Kylo Ren and Rey, uh, the one built in that movie where it was, you know, they started out as enemies and they became friends by the end of it. I won't go into the the whole, you know, actual relationship part, but the, the connection that they have, it just it spoke, it was such a beautiful character development. Um as I said, Rogue One is probably my favorite. I, the story was just so well told. They introduced incredible characters and new settings and the story itself fixed one of the big plot holes in the original trilogy. Um, so I, I, I forever love Rogue One. I could watch that over and over and over again. And it was just such, such a brilliantly done movie. And the soundtrack, I can't speak enough to how John Williams and Michael Gacchino just perfected the star wars worlds with the their music um i'm also a big fan of return of the jedi or of uh, yeah return of the jedi it was a really fun one it was probably my favorite as a kid um so it would probably rank up there um and i'll i'll admit this this is going to be very controversial on your podcast patrick but i loved rise of skywalker 
I loved it. I, I feel like it was a beautiful culmination of everything that the entire series had been leading up to. Um, obviously, there are some parts of it that I don't like, just like with all the others. Like, you know, parts of Phantom Menace could have been a lot better, but overall, it was a decent movie. Uh, but yeah, there was just something about uh, Rise of Skywalker um, that I loved, except the title. I don't like the title very much. <laughs> Awesome. Um, okay, so for me and listeners, you know, be forewarned, I'm not that in depth of a Star Wars like super fan. So don't at me. But anyways, <laughs> um, I would say no, in no particular order, because I have a hard time putting them in order. Um, but the top three for me, I'd say Return of the Jedi would be up there for sure. Um I actually also kind of enjoyed Rise of Skywalker. Um, like you said, the way it like tied everything was very nice. Um, and, oh dear. I, wa <laughs> I want to give some, like something for the, the prequels. Because mm -hmm. I feel like the prequels get hated on a lot. And they do. I get it. I get some of it, obviously. No, isn't the greatest. But like you said, there's some faults in all the movies. In all movies, there's always going to be a fault somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. So I would honestly say, like, the one that gave the most visceral, I think that's the word, visceral emotion would be, uh, is it Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of yes. the Sith, the third one in the prequels. Yes. Um, that one, because it's dark. And it, it is. It's like, it was like sad. And I I cried um, mm -hmm. while watching that. So I'm going to give it some love. I don't think it, I think it gets some attention, but it doesn't get the attention it needs. And listen, I get it. The Anakin Skywalker of the prequels was kind of whiny i get it but and don't at me if you disagree but anyways the first the third one like really like tugs and is like ooh, and it yeah yeah and you have to give them credit like they they had a box to work in they had you know uh they had they were in between the clone wars and then in the next 20 years you've got the original trilogy so you have a you have to play inside that box it was pretty obvious what was going to happen mm -hmm. uh but it was the and and like any star wars fan will have to admit that the battle of the heroes between anakin and obi-wan is iconic it's oh, yeah. phenomenal and the the high ground thing like come on <laughs> No, I agree with you, Patrick. I love all the movies. I know that some people just rage at them because they're not what the original intention was. But the the stories and the incredible universe that's been built out of this just gives it such incredible substance. I'll be the first one to say, like, love them all. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Now, have you ever, because I know you've, I'm, you've traveled to Disney world right I have. okay yeah. now i know there are some star wars things at disney world now have you been there since they've added those parts not disney world um but a couple of years ago i took a trip to europe my first european adventure uh and i of course i had to go to paris 
Uh, and of course, I had to go to Disneyland Paris because it's me. Um, of course. So, uh, so we were there back in 2018. Yes, I believe it was 2018. Uh, so they were just starting to roll with the 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 Star Wars stuff in Disney, and there was. Uh, we were there during one of their Star Wars events, which I hadn't known at the time when I booked. So I was thrilled. Uh, <laughs> and so we we witnessed a couple of shows that were based in Star Wars. Um, Neil actually got into an argument with Darth Vader at one point. That was pretty entertaining. My husband, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, nearly got carried off by stormtroopers. That was fun. It was, yeah. So I, I've, I've, played around a little bit with the the Star Wars stuff, although I'm very excited for when the pandemic is done and there's kind of been that travel bump, which I'm totally expecting and will be a part of. Um, but after that bump's gone, I do want to visit Galaxy's Edge. And I've wanted to since the concept photos came out because it's just going to be so much fun to immerse ourselves into that. Uh, and I will pay the, the money to build my own lightsaber, by the way. <laughs> I mean, hey, for some people, it's getting your own wand at Universal Studios from the Harry Potter world. For others, it's your own lightsaber. And I mean, hey, you go for it. Now, <laughs> you probably you might know, but I don't know. Like, do you get to pick your own like color and stuff? Or is it based on characteristics and things? Um, there are, I believe it's six now, different types of lightsabers so you get the parts for them in a in a little bit of a box that you you pre-buy then you go in you choose your kyber crystal so which comes with a different color so there are five or six different colors that you can choose um so mine is purple okay. uh <laughs> nice windu yeah, so, so there's there's a little bit of options here yes and very much i'm i'm totally on board with Mace Windu's lightsaber and Mara Jade, by the way, uh, that's okay. part of the the books. Uh, so you may not be as familiar with it, uh, but in the original books that came after the trilogy, Mara Jade was uh, not exactly a Jedi yet, but Luke Skywalker found her and trained her, and she was actually his wife. Uh, but she had a purple lightsaber. So awesome! I think for me, it might it probably would be green. Mm. um for me personally Je jedi guardian jedi guardian that's what i thought it was but uh yeah so green for me but uh that's awesome now i think i don't was it at disneyland back in the day i can't remember there was this like or was it star wars related i have no clue wasn't there like a a ride at star at like disneyland or some theme park where it was like you were in a spaceship and there was like a C-3PO type robot at the front. Was it a Star Wars ride? Yes. And I'm trying to remember what it was called. But yes, as you're waiting in line, there's C-3PO and R2-D2 there. Yes. I, I, you're not crazy. I've been on that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Because I remember going on that one too at some point when I was younger and yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure that I didn't just imagine this. I was like, I know there was something like this. And I was like, were they, was it like a spoof of like star Wars or was it star Wars? I couldn't remember, but anyways, okay. I'm glad to know now. Disney isn't always about star Wars though. No. Um, and you've been on my podcast, my podcast, my video on YouTube with the best Disney princesses ranking them. And your number one spoiler alert was Moana. Yes. So do you still stand by that opinion? 
I do. Uh, and, and actually, it's funny to just this past week, I was talking to a friend about who our favorite Disney princesses were. Funny what kind of topics come up at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and I, I stated this and it was extremely controversial because she was very much a traditional Disney princess person. So she was like, no, um, Belle is my favorite and you'll never change my mind. And I was like, dude, Belle's up there for me, too. Like, no doubt if you had to look at original, she's up there. Uh, but Overall, I, I still 100% agree that Moana is my favorite. Okay, very nice. And still looking back to this day, I still think Mulan is my favorite, my number one. But I understand, and that's the thing, we can all agree to disagree. You like Moana, I like Mulan. It doesn't mean either one is bad. Nope. They're all great for their own different reasons, and they were all super important at the time, their Agreed. time of release. Um. So... Now, because Disney owns, we'll say, almost everything, we'll call it. So they also own Pixar. Now, do you have a favorite Pixar movie? Do you watch Pixar movies? Oh, I I watch everything that Disney comes out with. I'll admit they get my money. Um, Favorite Pixar? That's actually a really interesting one. Um, obviously Toy Story will always hold a place in my heart. The first Disney Pixar film or first Pixar film technically. Um, and that was one that I grew up up with. I love Monsters Inc. Uh, Brave was a really neat one. Obviously the first Disney princess, uh, in Pixar. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any other, uh, oh yeah. You know what? I love Inside Out. Inside Out was just such a phenomenal movie and it put emotions, even for us adults, it put emotions in such a context that we could actually identify and connect with what we were feeling and beautiful story. And I, I just, I loved Inside Out. It's, it it has to be one of my favorites. Okay. Awesome. I'd say for me, uh, again, Toy Story, mm-hmm. Monsters, Inc., Inside Out. Again, I think I have to agree with you on those. I also remember I really enjoyed, was this Pixar? Maybe I'm getting it wrong. A Bug's Life. That wasn't Pixar. Yes. It was Pixar. It's it's hard sometimes. They kind of... Yes, they overlap a lot. We know yes. it was Disney. Uh... <laughs> yes. But uh, I really enjoyed A Bug's Life, too. It was good. And I always remember... Um, back in the day, I, they still do it, but like those short, like those short little ones. I remember it was like what the old man playing chess. Jerry's game, still one of my favorite shorts to this day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Such a classic. And Disney has also come out with many sequels for their princesses as well. We've got like, or Disney movies, like we've got mm-hmm. Milan 2, we've got The Little Mermaid 2, I think Cinderella 2. Uh, the Lion King too. So mm-hmm. have you seen any of the sequels? We've also, I forgot, Frozen 2. And I know oh, you yeah. enjoy Frozen 2, um, yes. which that can still be your number one. But mm-hmm. uh, which ones are up there? I know sequels usually don't get that much love in the Disney universe sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's a toughie, actually. Uh, definitely Frozen 2. I feel like it added a lot more substance to the characters. Uh, it dealt with a lot of very adult issues in it as well. So as an adult, I was able to identify very closely with it. But if I were to look back at classics, I know that um, the the Bell Christmas one uh, 
was probably one of my favorite sequels uh, for Disney. I feel like there's another one, but it's 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 just not coming to me. I'd have to go and take a look at my wall of <laughs> Disney movies. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, my favorite was Mulan 2. Shocking. But I know. I mean, The Lion King 2 was actually enjoyable. I did like it was. The Lion King 2. Um, Mulan 2. I think I enjoyed the story because it, it showed a bit more of, uh, like you said it, like for Frozen 2, it showed a bit more character um, and like the relationship between Li Shang and Mulan because they both had different views and thoughts mm -hmm. on what they had to do. And I really enjoyed that in the story. And I was Team Mulan all the way, of course. But of course. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, Disney has a lot. I mean, it owns The Simpsons now, it owns family oh. guy it owns everything everything literally almost everything <laughs> but uh so out of all the disney quote-unquote spin-offs we'll say like the tv shows like the simpsons we've got the pixar we've got the star wars the marvel which is your favorite is it star wars or which is your favorite spin-off we'll call it, it has to be star wars i love them all like i i'm i'm you know, I, I love what Marvel has done with um, what used to be just comic books when I was younger. And they've really made, managed to make uh, these superhero movies and TV shows. Because I do want to give a shout out to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is one of the best miniseries I think I've ever seen. Um, like, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, Pixar obviously has some of the classic, uh, really relatable stories. Star Wars still has to be my favorite it's that that world building that they've done and the the just the sheer scale of it is awesome in every sense of the word um i love anything that disney comes out with i'll, I'll just say that <laughs> you know what i i'd have to agree with you you know what i've never had a bad time with disney like mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, some stories are more boring or whatever. But you know what? I've never been fully extremely disappointed with Disney. There's always something. There's something yes. there. And this isn't sponsored by Disney, anyone, just so you know. Um, sponsor me, Disney. But anyways. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. You know what? There's something for everyone. And... I I just enjoy it all. Now, last question about Disney before we kind of start to close off the podcast is what are your thoughts and opinions about the remaking of some of the classic Disney princess stories into live actions? Um, It's funny. That's actually one of the things I'm not a big fan of. Um, I... I saw Mulan, finally. Um, I, I actually I sat down and watched it. It was nothing like the the majesty and, and the beauty of the original Mulan. Um, I Obviously, I love Emma Watson, especially for her portrayal as Hermione Granger uh, and for her philanthropical work. But uh, she just wasn't quite the belle I wanted in Beauty and the Beast. It just, like, she was wonderful. Uh, but there's something, I guess it might just be the nostalgia behind it. But I find that the cartoons just have a nice, a, a more of a magic to them. Um, there were parts, 
again, it, like with everything, there are parts of, of that Beauty and the Beast story of Mulan, of all of these uh, live actions that are just wonderful to behold. Oh, and I'll take a moment to mention Lion King. Really incredible everything overall. Um, but Jeremy Irons will always be my scar. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> okay. that And that's fair. I mean... I kind of agree with you. I haven't seen all the live action remakes, so I haven't seen The Lion King yet, and I haven't seen the Aladdin one yet. But uh, I also watched Mulan and Sleeping Beauty and uh, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> the word beauty. Well, there's <laughs> Maleficent, you know. There's Maleficent, yes. That's and cool. I was going to say, actually, you know what? Maleficent is a well done storytelling because it, it takes the story but completely changes it to yes. the viewpoint of the villain. Yes, Maybe. and I do love, I love the villain viewpoints. And I, I feel like they should go darker, though. And I know that they're gearing this more towards kids, which is why they don't. But I want darker. I want to see Jafar in all his glory. I you know, these, these villains have such interesting backstories that... You could you could almost do um, origin stories for some of them the way that Marvel's doing for their superheroes right now. I think that would be really neat. That would actually be a good idea because yeah, Maleficent is a great story, and I I know what you mean. Go darker, go deeper with it. It uh, it slightly touches it a little bit of like sadness and why she became so jaded. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't go there. But she still has a sweet side in the movie, which is yep. fantastic. But yeah, Mulan, I agree with you. It doesn't hold up, obviously, the, to the cartoon. And I get it. They're trying to tell the story, but differently. And I appreciate that because it's also for a younger audience and a different audience and stuff. But because we've grown up with the original cartoon... We hold the original so closely that we're like, no, Mulan wouldn't do this. Or that's not what Mulan would say. Or this isn't right. But. Uh, well, and all you want to do is burst out into song when they're training, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I think that's one of the parts that made the original Disney's like pre 2000s, especially and, and in some of the more recent stuff. So so full of passion was the music and I'll always go back to you know music is such a huge part of all of our movies that we love uh there's no way that Star Wars would have succeeded without John Williams Frozen how many times do I get um uh, let it go stuck in my head every year at the first sign of snow the other day when it was snowing uh, on Friday in Ottawa, uh, I like that was the first thing that popped into my head. Go figure. And I couldn't get it out of my head for the rest of the night. Uh, so, yeah, music, I think it's that one element that's missing uh, in uh, in the new Disney movies. I agree with you 100 percent. There needs to be more of that musical music aspect to it now. Thank you so much for joining me today. We kind of nerded out a bit on Star Wars and Disney, which is always fun and fantastic. Um, so I just want to thank you again for joining me. Did you have a good time? I had a fantastic time, as usual. <laughs> well, thank you. And I'm glad you enjoyed your time. And thank you to all our lovely listeners out there. I hope you enjoyed your time with us today as well. Now, 
You can check out the podcast wherever podcasts can be found, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other platform. As well, if you have any suggestions of guests or questions, you can always email me at realtalkwithpatrick at gmail.com. Again, realtalkwithpatrick at gmail.com. The information's in the description below. Now, we wish you a great day and hope you guys have a wonderful day and check out the rest of the podcast that I've done. All right then. Goodbye.